weeks. It's Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, a scholarly look at the possibility of women pooping out of their vaginas for the betterment of mankind. Plus, a successful version of Mead Skelton emerges, enraging the real Mead Skelton. And the news has to debunk witchcraft conspiracy theories yet again. Now, what results can you expect from anal breathing? Well, less tension in the asshole. You know little babies enjoy their assholes. If you spend 10 hours in the next month practicing self-anal massage and anal breathing, you will get in touch with astonishing power. The secret of the asshole is that it pumps erotic energy throughout the body. Very few of us have experienced its power. Beware. Vibrating directly on the rosebud often produces altered states of consciousness. And you just enjoyed being. And you certainly enjoyed your asshole. Take your time. This is a journey with sometimes we are too serious about anal massage. Have fun. Anal gymnastics. Al Engang has videotaped a lot of his personal erotic explorations. He has spent an average of two hours a day making love to himself since he was a teenager. I've invited him to share with us his approach to self-anal massage. Fuck me! Fuck me! Fuck me! And I love the aftertaste of semen in my mouth. If I were to molest somebody, I definitely would have done anal no matter what. A lot of uh, hot liquid poo just went out all at once. Crystal meth loosens up your butthole. Yes, Jim Henson, back here with you for the Wednesday edition of Distorted View Daily. Uh, you came on a good night, freaks. I've got some very exciting news about our favorite Yankee Doodle Dandy music producing singer-songwriter. I'm surprised that you haven't heard about this because there's been so many news stories written in the past few days. I shit you not. Here is just one. Conservatives and far-right pundits are rallying around a new country song from a relatively unknown artist that went viral online after appearing on YouTube last week. The song shot to the top of the U.S. Apple Music and iTunes country chart and racked up more than 9 million views in five days alone, launching the indie singer a man from a small town in Virginia, into the public eye almost overnight. This is everything Mead Skelton wants. Good Lord, all of his dreams coming true in a flash. If only I were talking about Mead here, which I'm not. There is another previously unknown singer-songwriter living in rural Virginia who has shot to fame instantly, surpassing Mead's popularity in the blink of an eye. I first saw this news story a day or two ago, and I thought about talking about it here on the show, but I held off. I had a sneaking suspicion (laughs) that Mead would hear about this and he'd have something to say. Now, I thought he would just turn to the Apricity Forum and write some snarky remarks. I underestimated how jealous Mead gets. 
He's devoted an entire episode to this musician named Oliver Anthony on his YouTube show, The Mead Report. This video has received about 80 views, a far cry from the 9 million views that Oliver Anthony's Rich Men North of Richmond have received in five days alone. If you haven't heard the song yet, here's just a little bit of it. I've been selling my... Right there. That's all you need to hear. And you can understand why he's more popular than me. He's, he sounds like a, He sounds like a singer, right? He's got that country voice. Already, like, real men can relate to him. You know, with those... Sh wearing those shit kicker boots. And the guy driving those F-150 trucks. Hauling shit and farming. Got some chew in their mouth. And they're smoking their camel straights with the cat with cowboy hat on. Going down to the general store, getting feed for livestock and stuff. You know, you could you could picture them listening to this crap. He didn't even get two words out. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know exactly who this appeals to. Still trying to figure out who the hell Sweet Tea is for. The stars are out in Richmond tonight. And the feeling is feeling awfully right for that cool glass of sweet tea. It's like, this song was written specifically for the characters in Steel Magnolias. That's who's listening to this. Drink your sweet tea, Shelby. By the way, I think Oliver Anthony has a good voice. I think the song he's singing, though, has been sung a gazillion times in a gazillion different ways. I've been selling my soul. Yeah, I work hard on the farm. I drink and I got myself a wife. It's a hard life. You know, okay. <laughs> Working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. Drown your sorrows away in sweet tea? No, whiskey and beer. That's how you drown sorrows away. Conservatives have latched onto this song and uh, they want to turn it into a right-wing anthem, which, you know, of course, is par for the course. I don't know exactly what Oliver Anthony's politics are. He looks like he's curb-stomped a black person before, but I never judge a book by its cover. I'm just saying, it wouldn't surprise me if some unsavory information comes out about this guy. Let me play just another few seconds and then we'll get into Mead's reaction. Lord, we got folks in the street, ain't got nothing to eat, and the Keep on kicking them down. Very angry. Very angry man. Specifically with fat midgets. That seems to be who he has a real beef with. Speaking of beefs, I believe a beef is growing between Mead and Oliver Anthony. Mead heard this song and, uh, he, you know, he, he says he immediately liked it. Or at least was impressed with Oliver's voice. Yet he then turns around and starts to look for conspiracy theories about this guy. I listened to it and I was just blown away. Of course, he he's an incredible singer and he his delivery was like nothing I would would expect because it, it looked like a it didn't look like a you know super professional video, but his his delivery. I mean, he sounds like he's been playing for twenty five plus years with with his his delivery and his stage presence and all. And uh, being a musician, I was interested, but I found this post on Reddit, and it, it's something that makes me go, hmm, 
hmm, you know, one of those things that make you go, hmm. And of course, uh, you know, I'll get into uh, American Idol and all that. He's a fraud. <laughs> so Mead found or wrote uh, a post on Reddit. That's my own conspiracy theory here. Mead didn't find anything on Reddit. Mead wrote this. Is this Oliver Anthony guy an industry plan? He has a very polished and professional sound, something Mead just said. This suggests they have had significant financial backing from a record label, which is not true at all. I mean, nowadays you can sound good using an inexpensive microphone, few bucks worth of equipment. This stuff is readily available. If you're a hobbyist, you know how to make yourself sound good. He's received a lot of positive media attention even before he's released any music. This is often a sign that the singer has been strategically placed in the media by their label. It goes on to say that his social media following is suspiciously large, given that they're a new artist. Well, I mean, there's been gazillions of news articles written about this guy. Right-wing media is holding this guy up as their new hero. Yeah, he's going to gain a, a large following pretty quickly. Now let's turn to Mead for some analysis. It, it, it just, it, it, something is a little off to me about this whole thing. And by the way, I'm a conservative. I'm not a left winger and I don't. Yeah, we know, Mead. Ultimately though, like, who cares? Who cares if he's some unknown farmer or if he just got signed to a record contract? Regardless, no one's, no one has heard of him yet. This, this is the first, you know, we're hearing of Oliver Anthony. And he's, uh, you know, speaking to a certain crowd and they're responding to his music. So what, what the fuck is the conspiracy here exactly? It would be one thing if Mead was like, all right, listen, he is a left wing political operative. He's trying to get in good with the uh, with the conservatives. And then he's going to turn around and then uh, come out and be trans or something like I don't, I don't know. Like that would make more sense than this stupid conspiracy. I think that makes me left winger. Because um, I like the song. I like the song. I agree with the song. I agree with it. But something is a little bit off, and this person says, yeah, he's really talented, but it seems like a fluke, doesn't it? Um, it, it seems kind of like a fluke. There's no way he could record one song and become popular. I've recorded hundreds, and no one gives a shit about me. <laughs> Except for some fucking third-rate podcast called Distorted View, who's obsessed with me. Yeah, that's about right. And so, um, so let's see, folks. I mean, um, here you have a guy that, you know, is, um, you know, just a regular working guy. He lives on a 90-acre farm in the middle of nowhere in Virginia. And, you know, 90-acre 90, 90 farmer, sorry, doesn't really... Um, suggest um, abject poverty to me but I digress um, I oh. think he's legit I think he's authentic I do and I really think he's supremely talented I don't know him personally but that doesn't well, I'd love to collaborate I've got a song I'm working on called tranny trouble maybe we could do a duet would you mind wearing a dress that mean that he hasn't had a little help and this really uh, irritates me because I know the industry is like this. When I auditioned for America's Got Talent, and I waited <laughs> what with hundreds of hundreds of people to get in, and I and I um, auditioned, and there were people that went way ahead of me who um, had talent, <laughs> already had a recording oh. contract, oh. and they went to see the people, industry people, right away. This is the sort of thing that happens on American Idol, where we're supposed to believe... This whole video is like sour grapes. 
It ain't fair. Where's my big break? This kind of thing really irritates me because it seems like it's rigged. Like everything is rigged. There's no chance for anybody. And this guy being discovered like this is one of those things that make you wonder, was he really that? Was he really... Um, completely outside the industry. Again, I don't know anything about this guy. Maybe he is well-connected in the industry. Maybe he's got friends that work at Epic Records that are helping him along or something. I don't know. But the way it typically works when, you, when you're a musician is, uh, you know, you... you I mean, you should know, Mead. You're a musician. You, you write music. You record music. You go out and you play, assuming you can get gigs. You play on the porch at some fucking rinky-dink restaurant or an event for the Virginia Preppers Association, fucking doomsday cult, whatever. It seems more likely than not Oliver Anderson did the same thing. He recorded stuff, performed, uh, got a little bit of a following in his local area. Maybe someone discovered him. And then, yeah, that's when the connection started. Someone from a management company or something heard about him and signed him and then got him in contact with a recording. I mean, that, that's how that's how people get discovered. It's not some giant conspiracy, you know. Let's turn to the comments here. <laughs> These are always fun. Uh, Jose said, uh, this guy did the thing that you knew you were destined for. Of course you have a problem with it. Another person says, so that'll be how Mead copes, by accusing Anthony of being a plant and probably a communist. <laughs> Mead, you're just jealous of his natural talent and social skills. Mead, of course, had to respond to that one. He said, I do have natural talent. And then uh, Jose is back and he says, you just don't have the type of talent the public responds to. And then Mead says, yes, I do. And they have business for many, many years. And I truly am an outsider on the fringes. I've never been discovered. Okay, well, that's true. So far, no lies. But this guy has this song, which I think is good, but the hyperbole surrounding it is is off the charts by a lot of right-wing commentators. And, and by the way, like I say, I'm right-wing. I'm not a liberal. It should be noted, someone in the comments said that this Oliver Anthony guy uh, comes right out and he says he's he's center politically. He's not uh, right wing or left wing. I don't know how true that is, but, uh, you know, at least according to Oliver Anthony, he see, he wants to just fight for the little guy. But the hyperbole, the hyperbole over the song. Yes, it's a good song, but they're acting like it's Beethoven's fifth. And yeah, it's not that good. Come on. Meanwhile, my George Floyd song is a masterpiece. When Black Lives Matter, they go splatter. That should be taught in skews. Meat actually goes one step further. He, th You know, this Oliver Anthony guy is not just a plant. Uh, that sounds to me folk like folks like someone paid for those views. Which is hilarious because I'm pretty sure Mead has done the same thing in the past. Mead is also very well known for creating alt accounts just to leave comments that agree with Mead or are supportive of Mead. As a matter of fact, there in this very very video, there's one, I don't know if this is Mead, but it sounds like Mead. At Johnny8S Books writes, Spot on, Mead. There's something fishy about this quote-unquote musician. That is the only comment in support of Mead <laughs> here. Yeah, there's something fishy here, all right. And I'm not a bitter person, folks. I'm not jealous. I'm uh -huh. <laughs> you just recorded a whole 13-minute video on this I'm guy. Not uh, Accusing I'm him of being a fraud. I'm very happy for him. I yeah. think it's great that yeah. he's gotten discovered. I yeah. just wonder, 
is it the rags to riches story that they're promoting? That's the question I want answered. I will not rest until I uncover the truth. All right, I think we've wasted enough time on Mead and his jealousy. That's what's happening in the honky tonka sphere. Moving on now, I have the most insane thing uh, we've run across in a while. And I got to say thanks to Oatmeal in the Discord for discovering this guy. Oatmeal just posted this and he or she was like, I can't I can't tell if this guy is trolling or what. Like, I don't know if this is real, if this dude is just messing around with us. Well, I am here to tell you I've done a little bit of research. I don't know if he's serious. And you'll hear what I mean in a second when we go through some of his YouTube videos. That being said, he has quite the online presence, which leads me to believe he's kind of real based on everything I've seen and heard from him. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to the Futa loving cockmaster. Okay, we're going to have to take this one real slow, step by step. I really want you guys to understand what's happening here and to savor every second, because it's not every day a magnificent bastard like this crosses our path. Now, Futa refers to Futanari, which is something we've talked about uh, here on the show. Futanari is the Japanese word for hermaphroditism. It's really used in reference to porn and manga and anime in which characters have like both sexual organs, usually highly exaggerated. Huge, huge cocks and big fat puffy pussies, just the way I know you like them. I think we should start with the video that Oatmeal provided. This was how I was introduced to Futa Loving Cockmaster, and uh, now you'll be introduced to him as well. I was going to ejaculate on a woman's penis and then suck my cum off of it to cope with the fact that trans women tend not to produce cum or only make small amounts of it or, or clear semen. Look, I think it's great when someone supports the trans community. They've been through so much. A lot of times we feel like there's only so much we can do, though. Donate to a trans cause or display an ally rainbow sticker or whatever. This guy's thinking outside of the box. He's come up with a truly unique way to support the trans community. Give them the cum they so richly deserve. They can't produce their own semen? Let me be a surrogate for you. Oh, it brings a tear to my eye. I no longer support the Futanari fascist party and their mind control she semen their mind control shemen which they use to induct others into their evil Futanari ethnostatist death cult I don't know what the hell he's talking about I do know I'm quickly falling in love with him <laughs> women's vaginas will never be as good as their penises whoa where's the hot take warning at because you can always just penetrate a Futanari's urethra, and then you can dock her. But if a woman tries to penetrate you with her clitoris, she'll just get a yeast infection from poop vagina, unless she takes male hormones, which will make her look like a dude. You really do get the impression that this guy is just trolling. You know, he's having a good time with all mm -hmm. of this. To me, pussy is just a hole. I'll have sex any way it's possible to, but dicks are like... If you were to put them on your forehead, it would make you a unicorn. A majestic, mythical beast. 
On the flip side... But if you put the vagina on your forehead instead, everyone would just shriek in terror. So again, I think it's safe to say this is just a um, an odd fellow. We don't know where his intentions lie, if he's just doing this for the lulls. I do know he has a Pornhub account, and he does put his money where his mouth is. And that mouth is going right on a tranny's dick. Ta-da! No, there's no video of him actually uh, with a T-girl. He does jerk off to Futanari porn, though. You know what? In honor of my favorite Pokemon fusion, I think I'm going to go masturbate to some Mega Mawile Futa porn. If you're wondering, Mawile is a dual-type steel-slash-fairy Pokemon introduced in Generation 3. While it is not known to evolve into or from any other Pokemon, Mawile can uh, mega-evolve into Mega-Mawile. The video Futa-loving Cockmaster jerks off to is actually Mega-Mawile, or whatever, fucking Ash's mother. This may look like it was made in Flash, but I love that cock. Oh, I would love to just drown in her semen. His cock is twitching. I mean, something is happening to him. I'd love to be right there kissing her balls with her. Mawile not only has a huge cock, but really big balls. Like two pillows. As a matter of fact, Ash's mom is hugging the balls, kissing them while stroking. Need to go back to the scene of her kissing the Pokemon's balls. That really is the best part. This isn't just a one-off. He's got 23 videos, 302 subscribers on Pornhub. And according to his bio, uh, Futa Loving Cockmaster says, I started shitposting about Futa, but then I met a trans woman. Then I started shitposting about them. Right now I shitpost and I do porn and I spend a significant amount of time talking to, trying to date and trying to have sex with women, mostly trans and trying to get cis women to peg me. It's so hard to differentiate like what what's real about this guy and what's you know just a joke. I do know I saw a video of him fucking a sex toy, coming on himself and then eating his own jizz. I may be straight. Yeah, the jury's still out on that. But pussy looks like a knife wound or some roast beef type shit. Yeah, this guy hates pussy. As a matter of fact, this video is, is literally titled Straight Guy Loves Cock and Hates Pussy. Wrap your mind around that. This guy's like an MC Etcher drawing come to life. Which way is up? Which way is down? And I'm vegan. So I don't take too kindly to the fact that it looks like a piece of raw meat. Once again, the vegan makes it a point to mention they're a vegan, even though the scenario has nothing to do with food. You're filming a porn scene. You know, you're getting ready to jerk off. Now is not the time for your meat is murder, credo. By the way, as he's saying this, he's completely naked and he's uh, playing with a dildo, getting ready to insert it into his ass. Dick looks like a mushroom, though. He loves mushrooms. So, uh... I love mushrooms. There's Vincent Price. I don't got anything against putting that in my mouth. Or licking it. But my favorite thing about it, I think, is still how it makes my prostate feel. Again, I watched this so you don't have to. He does fuck himself with the dildo. He's for reals. The last clip I'll play for you is from his video, Pokemon Fusions, that I would totally masturbate to if they had penises. Okay, so we're starting off this video strong with a Gardevoir and Lockwoody fusion. I really want her to whip out her giant Budokok and slam my boy pussy with it. Oh my god, she is hot. 
You know what? I think I'm going to be tapping out here in a second. And because that went so well, we're going to have to fuse Lapuni and Glaceon now. Okay. They could have done a better job with this one. So uh, what you don't see is you're, you're seeing these fusions of Pokemon on screen. So you see what they look like in their little pixelated 8-bit form. The thing is, they didn't separate the legs well enough. It just looks like she has one giant leg. I'm sure she's hot and this is just a bad angle, but honestly, not my favorite. He gave that fusion uh, a 4 out of 10. Mistrivius has a necklace, so I have a pretty good feeling about fusing her with Gardevoir. She is so hot. Oh my god, I just want to cuddle and have sex with her. This goes on. It's it's like a 12-minute video where he, he makes all these fusions. Ooh. Oh my god, not only is she hotter, it looks like she's got bulge. Oh, yeah, and he, close, he does a close-up on this shitty pixelated image. Look, I'm not much into Pokemon, so I don't, I'm not following any of this. Not that you really have to. I want to suck her dick and get my ass pounded by her in the missionary position. You know what? I'll let you watch this video for yourself. Again, uh, it's over there at Pornhub under the name Futa Loving Cockmaster. He's verified. Once again, thank you so much to Oatmeal in our Discord for discovering this guy. Uh, Futa, do you have any last words for us? Poop vaginas can cure racism and how they can also empower women to be able to abort their babies more conveniently without the need to uh, go through doctors. Well, sure. I mean, that's so obvious. Come on, Futa, dig a little deeper. But there is one advantage I haven't talked about, and that is homophobia. It is the cure for homophobia, because there's no reason to hate on gay men for putting it in the wrong hole if the right one is still the one that people poop out of. Oh, great! Super easy way to cure homophobia. We just have to alter every single female's anatomy and reroute shit to their pussy holes. I think most women would be on board with that. I mean, if it means ending homophobia. Come on, ladies. Take one for the team here. Don't be selfish. Don't be so precious with your pussies. All right. Uh, real quick, before we get into the news, all this week we've been featuring Steve Dawson. Ding dong, baby. Pretty. You know, that's Steven Dawson. Anyway, he has been accused of a variety of heinous crimes. Everything from uh, assassinating JFK. Yesterday, he was accused of starting all of those uh, fires over there in Hawaii, you know, in Maui. Stephen had to address that. And today, it continues. Apparently, there's a nasty rumor out there that Stephen Dawson created COVID-19 and unleashed it on the world. Listen to me. You do not troll people on Twitter. I have a learning disability. Do you understand? You do not tell Pretty Young about me. Make up lies so she believes you and all that. Pretty Young don't believe you anyway. You should make up lies about me on there. You know, saying, I said this, I said that. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And I, I'm getting a blame for, like, COVID and all that. It wasn't me, you know. You know, you shouldn't blame me for COVID and all that. What the hell is wrong with you, eh? What is wrong with you? You don't troll people in there. Ooh, a strong rebuke from Stephen Dawson. You know, I love when Stephen uh, goes, ding dong, you know, when he's trying to be all sexual. It's kind of like his catchphrase. Ding dong, baby. Yesterday on the podcast, uh, I learned 
something new about Steven, or at least I realized something. He has the world's most annoying laughter. Look, yeah, baby, ding dong. Look, see that? There's the ding dong. Can you look? Pretend this is my cock. Right up your arsehole and do this. Yeah, he, he likes to pretend sausages are dicks, and then he simulates sex with Breedy. It's not wanking. Wanking a big long bat of sausage. <laughs> there it is. It's like a fucking cartoon character. <laughs> <laughs> I found a couple examples of him laughing and it's so funny because like a lot of these he's doing the same thing or he'll take a jumbo sausage pretend it's a dick he he loves it he finds it hilarious <laughs> oh that's like after yeah there's this, like, this great combination of burping farting and laughing I'm not be doing this right Oh, wait, well, on. too, you know. Oh, not be doing it. He's such a vile human, and he thinks that he, he's doing all of this to impress Preeti, right? This is the, this cyber or this cam whore chick that he's in love with. Yeah, I'm gonna burp and fart in your face, and then pretend a sausage is a dick going up your asshole. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's how you snag yourself a woman. <laughs> Meanwhile, the only thing he's really snagged is a restraining order that pretty filed against him. All right, well, there you go. There's a little Stephen Dawson update. And with that, let's get into the crazy bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. <laughs> enjoying distorted view daily consider signing up for the sideshow that is our member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs more importantly every week i do brand new exclusive shows just for paying members yesterday was a sideshow exclusive podcast and tomorrow i'll be doing another one just for paying freaks so it's a great time to sign up superfreaksideshow.com all major credit cards and paypal accepted Monthly memberships are only $6.99 a month. It's even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. For an even easier way to gain access to all of the new uh, Sideshow exclusive programs, if you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get the show, you can now sign up right in those apps. Just a few taps, bing, bang, boom, you're in. The Sideshow exclusive episodes will appear right alongside the free episodes in your feed. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. There is one final way to help support the show. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. It's just another way uh, to help support this thing. If you pledge uh, $5, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Thank you so much, of course, uh, to all of my patrons for continuing to support the show. And uh, you sideshow freaks, you are the reason I'm able to continue doing this. After all these years. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, Taco Bell is in the news again. God damn it, they cannot catch a break. I don't know if you have shares in Taco Bell, but you might want to consider uh, selling them at this point. 2023 is not looking to be a good year for Taco Bell. You know, they're being sued because none of their fucking slop looks like the pictures when they advertise it. Now, a woman on TikTok has shared a personal story about how a pay-it-forward chain at Taco Bell reportedly led to a heated moment in the drive-thru. 
I mean, I guess this doesn't directly involve Taco Bell. It's not something they did wrong, but still, it's not great press. Meredith Donovan, a content creator, turned to the video sharing app on Wednesday, August 9th, claiming her $60 Taco Bell order infuriated the customer in front of her enough to cause a scene at the drive-thru. Yeah, it was one of those lame pay-it-forward chains. You know when you get up to the drive-thru window and uh, the person's like, um, just so you know, the person in front of you who just left, they, they paid for your drink or they paid for your meal. And then you're like, oh, fuck. I guess that means that I have to pay for the person behind me. Well, in the case of this story, what the person was paying for was this lady's $60 Taco Bell order, which is totally not fair. Like if you go through the drive-thru and you, you know, you're just trying to buy yourself a fucking Crunchwrap Supreme or a Baja Blast and Cinnamon Twists and your order would have come to like, you know, three bucks. Now you gotta fucking shell out $60 because some fat ass went chalupa crazy? This reminds me of that sketch from uh, I Think You Should Leave, you know, the Tim Robinson show on Netflix. Same scenario. He's at a fast food restaurant. It's a pay it forward chain. He agrees to pay for the person behind him and then realizes that there's no one behind the guy he's going to be paying for. So Tim Robinson quickly pulls back into the drive through. So he'll be behind this guy that, that he just paid for. and The guy will have to pay for, you know, whatever Tim Robinson wants again. And of course, Tim Robinson gets like $500 worth of food. If that makes sense, go watch that show. It's very stupid and funny. Quote, the car in front of me pulls up to the pay window. I'm on my phone and I just hear a car door slam. Donovan recalled when she shared the story with her TikTok followers. It's another one of these news stories that's just based on a TikTok video. That's journalism today. By the way, this was posted in a bunch of sources like Fox Business and stuff. Because this is a business-related story. All right. I look up, and this lady gets out, and she's got out of her car in front of me and is running towards my car, screaming her head off. Meanwhile, at this point, you know, Meredith here doesn't even know that there's a pay-it-forward chain going on because she hasn't been up to to the window. So she doesn't understand why this woman is screaming at her. I couldn't make out what she was saying at first, so I rolled up my windows and I locked the door because I was scared. Donovan said she eventually realized what had upset the woman because she could still hear the customer screaming despite her car windows being closed. I heard scam, Donovan noted. It turned out that the woman was upset because a pay-it-forward chain had been started at the Taco Bell drive-thru by a prior customer. Quote, basically the car before her paid for her meal. So she was going to be a good person and pay for the car behind her. But that actually meant being a really good person and paying for $60 worth of Taco Bell. You know who I really feel bad for in this whole scenario? The toilet in the Donovan household. That thing is going to be straight up wrecked. The pay it forward chain initiates when a customer alerts fast food workers in the drive through window that he or she is offering to pay for the food ordered by the customer who is in line behind them. The chain may or may not continue depending on if one driver refused, uh, refuses to pay it forward. I've only ever been in this uh, scenario once. And, you know, like a good fucking sheep, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll pay for the person behind me. Not knowing how much, you know, it's, it's, it's insane to think you're just going to blindly pay for someone else's food and drink. I know what I can afford. That's what I'm ordering. I don't know what weird ass shit people are doing behind me. I don't know how many people are with them. I don't know if there's a fucking moose in that car. 
When I did it, I think it took place at like Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks or something. So I was kind of thinking, okay, it can't be that much. And it was really just only one drink, I believe. I didn't get fucked too hard there. Donovan said in her video that there was a mix-up of cars in the drive-thru lane. This led to Taco Bell employees to present Donovan's expensive order to the woman, who was reportedly angered by the amount. While Donovan appeared to have skipped a few details about how a solution was reportedly solved, she claimed the woman apologized and they had a little laugh. So far, her video has received about 37,000 views. In the comment section, TikTok users question how much food Donovan ordered to get an order total of $60. It was like 55 tacos? Another TikTok user joked that Donovan lied in her video when she said the food she ordered wasn't all for her. The video also sparked a debate about the pay-it-forward trend that's been happening at fast food drive throughs Yeah, I was waiting for the brawls to start breaking out which kind of goes against everything the pay it forward act stands for. But we got to just come to terms with the fact that we are not a polite, nice society anymore. Road rage is the norm and people will try to abuse the pay it forward thing. I'm surprised it hasn't happened sooner. It's utterly dumb to begin with, right? The only two people it really benefits uh, are the very first person to, to, to start the pay it forward train and the last person because you know the, the very first person is the only one who's actually doing something nice karmically speaking they're good they're paying not only for their food but the person behind them oh what angels they are right do they really get nothing out of it aside from you know the good feelings the last person the person to break the for, the pay it forward train you know, the person to say, oh, wow, someone's paying for my food. That's so nice. No, I'm not going to pay for the person behind me, though. This this stops here. So they get basically free food. Everyone else, though, it's a fucking gamble. Am I making out on this deal or not? How much was my food compared to the people uh, I'm paying for behind me? Ah, it's just not fucking worth it. People are wild. I'm not paying for no one's food, another TikToker wrote. I don't care who you are. Someone replied, well, then some people are just nicer than you. The chain is usually ended when a customer tells the cashier that he or she doesn't feel comfortable paying for another person's order. I gotta try that next time. Social media posts shared by chain breakers often cite expensive orders from customers behind them as the reason for ending the pay it forward chain. Well, yeah, it's all fun and games until you get royally screwed at the Taco Bell. All right, uh, second story we have for you to jump. Speaking of getting royally screwed, we've got a story here from the Florida of the North, my home state, Ohio. Ting! A man got royally screwed when he picked the wrong lady to be his girlfriend. Yes, a judge ruled on Monday that an Ohio teenager meant it when she crashed her car into a brick wall on a dead-end street while going up to 100 miles an hour, killing her boyfriend and another young man. How did she know that she was going to be okay, though? Even, like, wearing a seatbelt isn't a sure thing, especially when you're aiming your car at a wall, a brick wall going 100 miles an hour. That's still a very risky move there. Quote, she had a mission and she executed it with precision. <laughs> That's according to the judge. The judge even sounds impressed. You're a horrible human being, but... Damn, girl, those are some driving skills. Yes, that's uh, according to Judge Nancy Margaret Russo. She said that in uh, reference to the defendant, Mackenzie Sharilla. The judge added, the decision was death. 
Okay. Charges include murder, aggravated vehicular homicide, and felonious assault. Sharilla, then 17, drove her 2018 Toyota Camry in the early morning of July 31st, 2022, after she, her boyfriend Dominic Russo, no relation to the judge, uh, and another young man. By the way, her boyfriend was 20. She was 17. I don't want to say this was a groomer situation, but that would totally be my defense if I were her. I was just a child, and he's a grown man, and he was grooming me and sexually assaulting me. I can't make decisions for myself. I'm just a teenager. He's a man, an adult man. I don't know if that would have worked. I mean, there is only a less than three year age difference there. But laws are laws. And in this day and age, everyone is a groomer until proven otherwise. Another young man, uh, Davion Flanagan, 19, smoked marijuana at a friend's home. They were bad boys. I can see what she saw in them. Surveillance video showed that Sharilla turned slowly from Pearl Road onto Alameda Drive, and then she sped down the three-quarter mile street right into a brick wall. Russo and Flanagan, boom, dead. Sharilla survived, but she was stuck in the driver's seat. I know this probably uh, really showcases my ignorance, but I'm always amazed. Like when a car is going 100 miles an hour straight into a brick wall, shouldn't cars just fucking explode upon impact? Just a giant fireball. I mean, that's what a car is. It's just like full of stuff that can blow up. Oil, gasoline, electronics, motors. I mean, it just it it seems like stuff should just explode. Engineering, man. We've come a long way. All right. uh, As defense lawyer James McDonald pointed out, it's not clear what happened inside the vehicle when the crash happened at around 530 a.m. He reportedly maintained that Cuyahoga County prosecutors failed to prove that Sharilla crashed on purpose instead of simply losing control of the vehicle. The surveillance footage, though, was key. The video clearly shows the purpose and intent of the defendant. The judge said she chose a course of death and destruction that day. Whether Sharilla intended to kill herself, too, is a matter of speculation. I mean, I would think that she didn't care. I mean, she's dumb, you know, she's a teenager. I'm sure she wasn't, like, figuring out how she could survive this while the other two people in the car die. I mean, that there's too many variables there, right? There's nothing you could ever figure out unless you, like, rigged up the seatbelts so they would come flying off and not protect them and disabled the passenger uh, airbags and stuff. The judge ruled that the defendant, whose actions were controlled, methodical, deliberate, intentional, and purposeful, meant to kill the young men. Uh, Sharilla, now aged 19, covered her mouth and broke down in tears. Hearing the verdict, she now faces life in prison with the possibility of parole after 15 years. Sentencing is scheduled to take place on Monday, August 21st. So there you go. That's what's happening in Ohio. Very happy news story. Uh, And finally today, freaks... You may have seen a viral video where a brawl broke out in Alabama. You know, it took place on the river. It was like a boardwalk or pier or something. Seemed to involve both white people and black people. I don't know if it was racial in nature. I've got the story here. The story is just part of what I'm trying to report on today, though. Uh, Several people were taken into custody this past Saturday after a fight broke out at Montgomery's Riverfront Park in Alabama. A video of the incident, which appeared to be racially divided, was shared Sunday. It was reported that it began because a pontoon boat was blocking dock space needed to park a riverboat. That area is the regular spot reserved for the Harriet II riverboat. 
In one short video posted on social media, uh, several white people were fighting a single black man who apparently is a dock worker. During the video, one witness, apparently watching from the riverboat, screamed repeatedly, y'all help that brother to onlookers who were on shore. That's when people from the shore did join in to defend him, and that's when the brawl really got started. One black man dove into the water from the riverboat, but by the time he swam to the docks and climbed up, the altercation appeared to be mostly over with. It was a little late. Okay, so that's that's the, the short version of the story. Again, you may have seen the video. Why am I bringing this up today? Well, because everything you see is a conspiracy theory. Right, Mead? It's something that makes me go, hmm. Yeah, me too. Hmm. You know, one of those things that make you go, hmm. How stupid can some of these conspiracy theories get? Well, the headline to this story reads, No, the Montgomery brawl wasn't caused by witches opening portals. We are all just so very dumb now. Are they just like pouring lead into the water supply we're all drinking? Everyone in America is so very stupid believing this stuff. I mean, enough people brought this to the attention of the newspaper that they had to write a story about it. Calm everyone down. Uh, an August 9th Facebook post, Facebook was behind this, uh, showing a group of women walking with flowers in their hands. Well, that screams witches or a gardening party or a funeral or wedding. But only those few things, and it's probably the witch thing. These women, or evil brides of Satan, yet to be determined, uh, tossed the petals into the river. What a spell they were casting. Uh, the caption of the post is foreboding. Quote, two hours before the Montgomery, Alabama brawl, 30 witches walked to the river to give sacrifices. <laughs> floral sacrifices and to burn incense to the ancestral spirits which open portals to demonic familiar spirits as the witches stated nothing is a coincidence this is in all caps that's why i'm screaming this definitely explains how this situation escalated the way it did you've never seen white people and black people fighting come on honey that's as american as apple pie the post was shared more than 700 times in five days. That's not even like going a little viral. Women sharing bean casserole recipes gets more shares than that. You know what I mean? We're not writing stories about that. All right. The women in the video are not witches. Surprise, surprise. They were part of a weekend event for black women. Black witches? Black magic? Everything's dark-sided. Yes, uh, they were part of a weekend event for black women that promoted mental, physical, and spiritual healing. Sounds pretty evil to me. The Montgomery brawl that took place hours later was unrelated and caused by an argument over boat docking. Spiritual boat docking? No, just regular boat docking. Uh, the video was originally posted by C. Anderson. She's a psychotherapist and wellness expert who specializes in helping uh, people of color and LBGBQ. How can I fuck that up? I'm one of them. <laughs> LGBTQ plus groups uh, to heal from trauma. Anderson's video came from a weekend event she hosted called the Feminine Flow Experience. Are you sure they were only dropping flower petals into the river? They didn't like unzip and squeeze out some menstrual blood or something. 
that's what feminine flow means to me. Uh, anyways, that's an August 4th and 5th conference to support black women's physical, mental, and emotional well-being. The event had nothing to do with witchcraft or demon worship, Anderson said. <laughs> Rather, the women walked to the riverfront in honor, uh, I'm sorry, to honor their ancestors who had been brought there as enslaved people. If you don't know, during the 1800s, uh, Montgomery served as a leading hub in transporting and selling enslaved African-Americans. So there's a rich history of that going on. We gave the women roses and I explained to them that we're on Commerce Street. Commerce Street is where they brought the enslaved Africans in chains, your ancestors. So we're going to take these roses and we're going to thank them for the strength uh, that you showed today and this joy that you have and the light in your eyes. The petal toss uh, were the same as honoring a family member who had died or laying flowers at a gravesite. Hours after that event, the uh, the fight broke out on the riverfront when a Montgomery riverboat called the Harriet 2 tried to dock. Then there was that pontoon boat in the way. We already went through all that. Anderson said that uh, she and other women tried to leave comments under the uh, Facebook user's post who said uh, they were witches, but uh, no response from that lady. You know, to this day, she still thinks this was the work of witches and warlocks. All right, uh, there you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedviewshow. Oh, very important. We've got a Discord, which, you know, if you're not familiar with Discord, that's okay. It's not that hard to learn. You can use it through the web. You don't have to download anything, although there is an app. Uh, there's a link on the main navigation bar over there at distortedview.com. Just click on it. Use that as your uh, invitation in. The Distorted View Discord is like a giant uh, chat room. All, actually, multiple chat rooms all about Distorted View. There's little sections if you want to post, um, you know, funny videos you think might be good for the show. You know, submissions, news story submissions. There's a general chat. Maybe like a chat room for, you know, people into sports or artsy fartsy crafts. Maybe you took a really good bowel movement. You're proud of your turd. You can take a picture of that and upload it. There's a, there's a whole... <laughs> chat room for that it's a lot of fun if, if you know if you're into distorted view if you like what distorted view is all about our vibes over here you'll love the discord and uh, most of the people are pretty cool in, in the discord they'll help you out they're pretty nice if they know you're a freak they'll welcome you with open arms and unzipped pants they will try to rub genitals up against you virtually virtual rape Virtual rape is allowed in our Discord, just so you know. That's what makes our Discord so great. True freedom of speech. You won't find that on Twitter or X or whatever. Do you guys remember what virtual rape is? Remember that woman who said she was being virtually raped in, like, Second Life? Or one of those, like, VR chat rooms? It's because an avatar kept bumping into hers. And she was like, that's simulated sex! Even though there's no genitals in these chat rooms and everyone is fully clothed but yeah okay virtual rape i'm sorry virtual rape you got to say it like that all right let's check in with a patron here hi timmy boo it's itchy taint calling in Hello, mr taint listen to the monday show where you talked about possibly uh making out with your brother for cash <laughs> yeah that sounds like something we would talk about here on dv whatever listeners call in and remind me of something i said or a discussion we had i'm always like oh my god 
What a horrible show we've got here. Can't believe I said that. Uh, I was just wondering, do any of your family or extended family members listen to the show on a regular basis? Um, no. Might not be a good thing, I guess. Uh Anyway, just... Oh, please. For $2 million, you wouldn't kiss your sibling? I don't know. It doesn't seem like that bad of a deal, honestly. I mean, you gotta you gotta think of it simply like a business transaction. Not like I'm getting off on this. Although, maybe I would. And then, then, then I'd have a real problem on my hands here. If, like, you know, you're paid $2 million to make out with your sibling, and then all of a sudden things start moving, and now you can't get that person out of your head anymore. Oh, my God. It could open a whole new can of worms. I understand that. But, you know, $2 million is $2 million. I will deal with the consequences. Even if, like, my brother was like, I can't look at you ever again. We can't be in the same room. I have to disown you. Okay. $2 million is worth it. Sorry. I don't see that much to begin with. Only on holidays. I'll remember the good times we had. The laughter. The birthdays. The hot makeout sesh. You can't take that away from me. I'll have those memories and $2 million. I think I'll be just fine. Even if I am a little mentally scarred. You know what I mean? Or emotionally. Hey, this is the ultimate enigma calling. I'm the one that... <laughs> Very good. You used to call the scorpion. <laughs> I heard you were making fun of me on the <laughs> from a long time ago, man. That's fucked up. I stop doing that. I'm in my late fifties now. Okay, my I got grandkids. I keep telling them to call me the ultimate enigma. <laughs> There's a call. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, we we played this voicemail from very early on in Distorted Views Run, where someone's uh, username or whatever alter ego was uh, the ultimate enigma they just keep calling me the ultimate faggot <laughs> and and so i might have to go back to the scorpion or something man yeah it's fucked up oh you sound like uh, that, that's for sure i'm also now a gay guy well that does not surprise me what happens when you listen to distorted view daily for too long i will turn all of you gay jesus christ you played the audio of somebody shitting out worms. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> and that actually made me have to go to my bathroom <laughs> and throw up. Um, I think this is the first... Oh, this voicemail say was making me so happy today. I don't know why. ...time that your show has ever had me uh, run to the bathroom. And... I finally did my job. I throw up. up. Um, good job. Great job. Uh, this is what I've uh, subscribed for, and um, keep it up. Well, I will uh, try to continue to make you uh, gag and wretch. Now that I know that this is one of your triggers, expect this to be a recurring segment. Da-da-da, it's Shitworm Friday. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. I want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it OGOD? I really want her to whip out her giant cock and slam my boy pussy with it. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts, specifically Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Yeah, you can do ratings on Spotify now. Everyone take a moment and give DV a five-star rating. Thank you so much. 
Really appreciate that. Uh, tomorrow's episode is going to be Sideshow exclusive. If you're not yet a member, sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday. Until then, have a great day. Bye, Distorted View Daily proudly presents. <laughs> Jesus. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.